What's up, what's up, what is up, everybody? Hello and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews and I'll be your host today. And joining me is Mr. Matthew Black. Hello. <laughs> and the Christopher Kaus. What's up, I buddy? am the Christopher Kaus. He is the Christopher There's Kaus. only one. Yeah, and actually, believe it or not, we have Mr. David Troutman. What up? Everybody's here today. Can you believe it? And we're all already a little drunk and drinking beers and hanging out. And we're we're at Chris's house sitting in squeaky chairs. So this is going to be a really yeah. interesting episode. I hope you like wicker. Yes, I hope you like the sound of wicker. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be reviewing The Vast of Night, which is directed by Andrew Patterson. And it's starring Jake Horowitz and Sierra McCormick. And this is the Amazon Prime video original film that... None of us knew very much about, and I'm pretty excited to talk about it. But outside of that, we are your punk rock, anti-rotten tomatoes, every man and woman's counterculture perspective on film, here to cut through and analyze the out-of-touch and pretentious viewpoint of many modern critics who have been known to take movies that general audiences love and vice versa, love things that the rest of us hate. So, guys, what's up? Hey. Hello. Oh, and also, I guess we should tell everybody... So, normally, if you listen to this, you know that we base our episodes off of whatever the movie is rated. This movie is PG-13. We are going to do our best to say (laughs) PG-13. We tried to get it all out of our system before we started, so we'll see how this goes. But I'm Sorry not, we're heathens. Yeah. Like, it just happens. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but I'm not going to hold my breath, so we'll see how it goes. But this is supposed to be PG-13. So, <clears throat> yeah, boys, how we doing? Good. Good, yeah. Anything yeah. you want to say while you're back, David? It's been forever. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he literally hasn't been in a room with us since he was on the podcast. Which, actually, actually, did you, like, tell people you you did that episode? We had decent downloads that episode. It was no, just, I didn't. I'm just awesome. Really? Oh, okay. So, great. You didn't tell anybody. You were on the wow, great. David. Didn't even that. plug yeah. it. You didn't plug Selfish it. Selfish SOB. Yeah. You should probably <laughs> plug it. Get on that. Plug <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it. Fine. Thank you. Plug it. Because <laughs> that episode actually had decent... I guess people were just really interested in Come to Daddy. They probably all thought it was porn like the rest of us. <laughs> They're like, wait, do you guys review a porno? Yeah. They're like, what got I hear about this? <laughs> so, yeah. But I don't have a ton of news today. There was a couple things I was going to pop in on, uh, but not a whole lot. And actually, Chris said he had some kind of news. I'm curious as to what that news I did. was. It was just... I randomly saw it was an advertisement yeah. of all things, yeah. but I saw that Star Trek yeah. is doing an animated show. Yes, they are like, Upper Deck or Lower Deck, Lower Deck. I, I think I think it's an Upper Decker. Yeah, <laughs> you know what that is. <laughs> this is, this is, this is um, PG thirteen episode. Well, we haven't crossed the boundary yet. We're good. We're good. googling that, people. If that is the most PG thirteen of all, like thirteen year olds know what Upper Decker is. <laughs> I hope they do. Yeah, or else uh, I have uh, lost what. It's when you poop in the back of a toilet <laughs> at a random person's that is house. True. Yeah, that, 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 or just that. your own house if you really want to yeah. screw with people. So could, we'll, could be. We'll do it at exactly. your house soon. You'll know what it is That's when you find it like, in the back of your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally PG thirteen. Yeah, totally. Right. It's, it's right. actually, it's actually something a thirteen year old would do. Uh, so but, yeah, yeah. I just uh, yeah. I just literally saw like a ten second snippet of that. The animated show, yeah, and it, it, I kind of feel, or I felt that it was in competition with um, Rick and Morty. 
No, actually, now that I think of it, it's kind of dumb that I even say this. But the what's the Orville? Oh, so yeah. it's kind of like Orville because animated. because what's his name does animated stuff. Yeah, that's on that that's show true. and made that. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah right. thank you. Um, so it kind of feels like a combination of yeah. Those well, two isn't the, isn't the premise that it's about not like it's about the people, people that you don't see, right? It's the behind the scenes kind of people just living their lives on the ships. They yeah, like, they never oh, talk okay. about yeah. Really. It's the enterprise people that are literally in the lower deck. They're like so running that's probably them why it's called and, lower deck. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not upper deck. <laughs> it's not upper deck. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, it's CBS All Access. CBS. They've been chugging out a bunch of. They've. I haven't watched the new Star Trek show. I um, Gazak Kyle Gazak, who was on the podcast previously. Um, He's been watching it and says the new show's fantastic. What's but the new show? The new Star Trek show. Is it Enterprise? No. It's Discovery? Like Discovery. Ten years late. No. Oh, yeah, 20 years this, late. Yeah. Discovery, dude. This one's called Discovery. Okay. And it's it's way before the events of the original Star Trek series, hmm. I think, if I remember really? right. Yes. Um, but so, apparently, they've got that show, and then they've got this Lower Deck show, which is coming out now, or has already started something, I don't know. It's soon. soon. TM. I, yeah, I've, I've seen this stuff, too. Um, and then they've also got a spinoff coming, one or two more spinoffs from Discovery or something, I think. Jeez. So, yeah, they're chugging. CBS All Access, I guess they've had a lot of success with Discovery. So Yeah, so... Hey, we have discovered we have success with one thing. Let's uh, pump out tons of things and ruin the one. Yeah, which I mean, I, we'll I, see. They've been pumping them out since yeah. the beginning. Basically. Well, yeah, there were the movies for a while, but there was no shows for a long time. Oh, there for sure. Well, they would normally do, just do one show, let it run for a couple years. Yeah, cancel it, a little break, and a new show. Yeah. Did y'all ever were y'all ever into Star Trek? Yeah, growing yeah, up. Yeah, as a kid, some of it. Yeah, I loved Star Trek when I was yeah. young. I saw the which was the movie with the Borg? Uh, was it that was, First Contact? Or, yeah, I saw that one in theaters. I remember yeah. it, it terrified Same me. <laughs> that movie was terrifying. But yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I really liked it. I, I've debated on. I just really am not a fan of CBS, and I didn't want to do CBS All Access and all that. And so I'm like, uh. so you know. Oh yeah, but, no, I'm definitely not going to pay for it. Yeah, you got to. So. That's my problem. Is I'm not going to pay for it. I know. I have no draw to it, and I would love to watch it, but. Yeah. Until I, streaming on something else, I'm not going to. That's what I was going to say. I wish CBS All Access and Peacock had free versions of... Well, Peacock does. But I don't think it has their originals on it. No. I don't think this... I'm not 100% sure, so don't take my word on it. But I thought mm. I saw that. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, if it has their like original content with commercials, like I'd probably do that. Yeah. I mean... And then if I liked it enough, then maybe I mean, I'd... just for like the few things that I would watch on there, I would yeah. put up with commercials. Yeah. If I didn't have to pay for it. Well, like Peacock right. has the Matrix and everything now. And nobody else is going to well, have it's it. It's about to have Harry Potter, too. I know, because it's leaving HBO Max like we talked about last yep, week. So. All, I saw that it was confirmed that all the yeah. Harry Potter is moving to Peacock. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah. And Chris doesn't yeah. like Harry Potter because he's a weirdo. It's and not didn't. that I don't like it. I just don't care about it. Yeah. You know. Well, it's because you didn't read it as a kid like the rest of us. So. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't read. <clears throat> I couldn't read as a child. So. <laughs> you still can't read. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing I was going to talk about, so I had two other quick little stories. Um, one of which actually, so I found out about it and then milliseconds after finding out about it, friend of the show and regularly referenced Chris talent sent me a message to be like, dude, you guys need to talk about this week. Um, was, uh, the whole Mulan deal. And I don't know if you guys have seen uh, that, yeah. but like basically we literally talked about it last week in this room. And I said, I said, I bet Mulan is going to end up going to streaming because they're running out of time for the movie to come out. And sure enough, literally yesterday they were like, Mulan is coming to Disney plus crazy thing is 
they're charging $30 for it on Disney+. Plus. Well, didn't Wait. they also say that it's going to be in theaters? <clears throat> it will. So, and so we might all end up seeing it in theaters. Like, yeah. <clears throat> Wait, so yeah. you're you're having to pay for the Disney Plus service and then paying $30? Yes. <laughs> but but also, but you got to think like that's not actually a bad scheme or a way to go about it. They're, they're Cuz that's like, what they did with Trolls World, right? Yeah. Where, well, I mean, bucks. you didn't have to pay for the streamer, but you had to rent it for a higher price. Yeah. And that's what we're going to end up seeing. 30 is more than 20, though. 30? Yeah, <laughs> hey, but you Blaine. also got to think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you also think, if two people want to go see it, yeah. you're going to pay 15 bucks a person. So $30 to rent a movie that you're probably showing to at least two people yeah. isn't that unreasonable. It's, that's $15 you know? a So, like, Blaine, if you showed it to your family, wow. you yeah. have your wife and You'd your two like, kids. Like, seven fifty a piece? You're talking four people watching it. You would have spent at least fifty, if not more dollars, or if not Uh, more dollars, to go and watch it. So I'm just saying, I don't think thirty is an unreasonable amount to Mm -hmm. pay and rent a movie when it should have been in theaters. It's discrimination against single people. (laughs) Fuck single people. It is. It's because no one. (laughs) 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 That's our one already. That's our one. That's our one. (sighs) But I mean, if you're offering. Yeah. <laughs> Call me uh, but no, very rude. Uh, I you you can come watch it at my house. Yeah, you. Oh, okay. well, I mean, right, you cool. can come watch it with all of us. I mean, right. that's that's what we did for Scooby Doo. I had to pay twenty dollars for that too. So, well, I mean, right. my friends would invite me out. Well, give me a break. <laughs> You're always invited. <laughs> Where's my tissue? Yeah. So, so, but yeah, it's coming out. Um, it's going to be in theaters though too. I guess assuming that theaters are open back up when this thing comes out. Wow. So that's what they're saying. So we'll Cooper see. has his way. Yeah, we yeah uh, yeah here in North Carolina, we will never oh, be open. We will be closed. You saw it's another five weeks, right? Are you kidding me? Wait, but that was, yeah, yeah. Well, it's literally announced today. September 11th will yeah. be the next reassessment date to go into the next phase. Oh my god! It's a good thing there's never anything that's ever happened on September 11th. Yeah, no, so. no, nothing ever has happened on that date. No. I don't know why they would have picked that date. Uh, no, I mean literally, the county has said that they're not nobody is going or they're reevaluating it at the end of uh september so like september 31st is there 31st three is there 31 days in september i don't know 30th 31st i don't know it's either the 30th the end of september yeah yeah well that was your north carolina minute yeah welcome Welcome. local news yes your local news (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i just wanted to bring it up it's interesting um i'm curious to see what shakes out we'll watch and see if the theaters are i'm I'm kind of surprised they're gonna go ahead and release it i I really thought they would wait until theaters were fully open dude to then release it at least do just like a limited release disney owns they have too much stuff coming out the problem is that it's going to get so cram packed yeah like within the next like year or so if everything starts back up the way it's supposed to that like the, like because they set these dates sometimes years in advance right especially disney because you think disney owns star wars disney owns the regular disney stuff disney owns marvel marvel, marvel. yeah fox. Uh, they own fox yeah. now oh, yeah. yeah so so that's just the big four things all mm-hmm. of those are having movies coming out and actually pretty soon here uh new mutants i think is right here at the end is, of the month is it this month <clears throat> i think it is, is that a yeah. movie yeah yeah it's the last X Men movie yeah. that's been filmed for like yeah, five yeah, yeah. years and has been sitting on the shelves. Yeah, I was just testing you. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the horror movie. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, the are X-Men. you being for serious? Yes, dude. It's the X Men horror movie. What? Where have you been? With like Maisie, yeah. uh, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. <clears throat> Arya Stark. Arya Stark. Arya Stark. 
And the I one mean, I know who she is, but I'm just saying like she's one of the main characters in New Mutants. And the and one kind of horror movie. Yeah. yeah. And the one kind of weird looking guy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, that guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's 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 a nice guy. I like him. Um, but I mean, <laughs> that's coming out soon. It's supposed to be a horror movie okay. based on mutants. Yeah. So it's in the X Men realm yeah. of the world, and it's about mutants, and it's supposed to be a horror movie. Yep. And it was supposed to come out. We were last supposed, April. Yeah. We were supposed to review it months ago. Yeah. They they delayed it. They delayed it. Disney bought it back from Fox. They recut it and refilmed some stuff and here we are now with yeah. supposedly a completely different movie hmm. that is supposed to come out in the near future yeah they were they're saying the end of this okay. month so long story short though disney has so much stuff coming out that i literally think that they can't wait any longer yeah. i also feel like because a lot of the world the rest of the world yeah. is open yeah especially with this movie i feel like <clears throat> the way that they've Filmed it, marketed it. Sure. I feel like it would be actually have a very large market in China. That's because it's about yeah. China. Well, yeah. yeah. But well, I mean, also, like, that's the actually... second largest or the largest movie watching community. Right. So, yeah. Well, so, second largest, I think, does. I feel like. Second? I think. Yeah. I feel like that's sure probably that. why they're also more open for releasing it now, especially that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might have nothing to do with it. But. Yeah, I have no idea. It's I mean, it's it's got to come out at this point, I think, though, because it was already supposed to be out and all these blockbusters. I mean, they're finishing up filming a lot of stuff. Like, um, actually, I heard uh, like Mandalorian's done and apparently sitting on the shelf. October. Be, yeah, October. They, they, they've announced that it's supposed to be in October. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. But so yeah, so I just wanted to bring it up because. Obviously, we keep talking about all this stuff, movies getting delayed. And we'll just wait and see when they actually start releasing stuff because, I mean, they can yeah. say right now and then just keep pushing it back or doing whatever they, they do. They could. I think that this is, I don't think that this will move again. I don't mm-hmm. think that they'll mess with it again. I, I, I don't think they can wait any longer. Um, but so the other thing is, uh, apparently, now, and some of our audience might not care about this or have any idea what I'm talking about, but I figured I'd bring it up, is that the direct. The guy who directed uh, Detective Pikachu, right, Rob Letterman, is partnering up with Ubisoft, the video game company, and they are making a Beyond Good and Evil movie for Netflix. Huh. Which is pretty wild. I don't know if you've had... Have, Chris, have you kept your eyes on the Beyond Good and Evil stuff? Or? What's Beyond Good and Evil? Um, it's a video game? Yeah. <clears throat> what are so, video games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joking. Uh, uh, no, I haven't. I don't. I've actually not heard of that. Really, Beyond so, Good and Evil. There's an old game called Beyond Good and Evil. They've been working on a new one, a sequel for a while now. Actually, was it just Joseph Gordon-Levitt that was like helping make it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And they pulled from the community yep. to like do like to art help. inside of the game. Yeah, to do like just like yeah, like random. art on billboards. Yeah, so it's like an open world game. So like, just imagine inside the game. Where if there was graffiti, they could have just done anything, but instead they like they, they crowdsourced to okay. get like actual artists to get their stuff inside this game. Yeah, kind of like the Bodie McBoat face. Like, <laughs> kind of, like, yeah, exactly. Boating. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but the movie is basically, or I mean, the game is about like anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic. There we go. Yeah. Uh, like like creatures that humanoid. Uh, 
animals. Please explain yes, those things in detail. What anthropomorphic? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, humanoid uh, uh, animals, basically, and 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 real people, and it's very sci-fi. And but the game looks awesome. But they've been making the game forever. It's not even come out yet, and now they're already announcing a movie. So huh. apparently, Ubisoft has a lot of faith in the property. I guess. Yeah, I guess they're they're really hoping that it's going to take off. Yeah, well, and Netflix, this is the other... So they also apparently signed another deal, and they're doing an anime Splinter Cell show as well. Hmm. So okay. I, I think... I could see that. Yeah. I, I heard discussions where it's like, uh, people are comparing it to how... Like, Detective Pikachu almost to how, like, the X-Men movies were for the, for the like, comic book movie industry, mm-hmm. to where, like, it took, like, a long time. Like, it took, like, Spider-Man and... And X Men to like really make that and and like Batman Begins yeah. to make that industry and they're kind of talking about how like Detective Pikachu was showing that video game movies could be good and it made a bunch of money and was actually decent and so well, and it, now this I mean, is like there's the a lot wave. of video game movies coming out soon I mean we have yeah. Monster World Hunter oh, Monster Hunter World yeah. yeah yeah Monster Hunter World coming out supposedly that's done or later I mean I'm sure it's done I'm sure they're really like we need this to be in theaters yeah. to make back on it yeah what we put into it so and I think there's a couple other yeah we watched the warcraft movie together. we did then yeah. that and it was actually it wasn't not bad. as bad as i thought it, it, it could have been way worse could have been people didn't like it but and that was yeah. david bowie's son that directed it um huh. really yeah fun yeah. fact for the day yeah it's the same uh, guy that directed moon that's uh, david bowie's son moon was okay i loved moon really yeah i really liked moon mm-hmm. yeah and he did that paul I mean, rudd i uh, Netflix love movie. sam rockwell like yeah, i do he too. is Probably in the top three actors that I adore. Yeah. Have you seen him? Did you see the one where he played? Oh, what was it? Vice, where he played George W. Bush. No, no, oh, I haven't seen that. Movie. That was actually really maybe good. it's about politics, yeah. so I don't. Really... It was actually pretty good. Yeah, um, he was great as Bush because it was um, W. What is it? It's guy from Gladiator, Russell Russell Crowe. Was, was he in that? Wasn't he? I don't remember him being in that. No, it was Christian Bale. Oh, that's it. Sorry. Yeah, oh, it's Cheney. Yeah, it's Cheney. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was actually surprisingly good. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't expecting inspect, expecting to like it. Uh, but, Inspector Gadget? Yes, and I was in, <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Uh, but yeah, so I just found that interesting. Netflix apparently signing up with Ubisoft to make a bunch of movies and stuff. Now, I think this Beyond Good and Evil is supposed to be live action, which is pretty interesting. Hmm. And it would make sense for them to get the Pokemon guy because he did that combination of animals, like live action. Yeah. And that movie was pretty good. Like, it yeah, really it was. wasn't that bad. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, Netflix it, is really trying was, to stretch, like, what they're doing. Their base, yeah. I mean, they're trying to do a lot of live action animes. They're yeah. trying to do live action video game stuff. Like, yeah. they're really trying to reach out to a different crowd yeah and i mean that's kind of why i was like man if the splinter cell anime is anything like castlevania like I'm it could be dope yeah like that's a really, really cool. good very well animated yeah anime yeah like but I also isn't splinter cell tom clancy yeah yes okay. yeah which they've had tom clancy movies before like, they have yeah isn't yeah. um, Air Force One? Isn't that essentially a Tom Clancy? Was it? I don't know. I, I know that. Was a, I think so. John Jack Ryan. Jack I Ryan. think it's a Jack yeah. Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is Tom Clancy. Yeah, yeah. it's all Tom Clancy. A, which is now on Amazon. So yeah, I mean, that shows. Good. Uh, but I mean, it's you Tom like Clancy, so it could be good. everywhere. It actually is really good. I yeah. enjoyed both seasons. Season yeah. two was fantastic. It was very very good. Um, so those were really the main things that I was wanting to talk about. There wasn't a whole lot else. Um. 
But uh, if you guys want, we can go move into what's new with you and talk about what we've been watching lately. And David, you can run the uh, yeah. IMDb's over here so that I can see what's going on. Let's um, do it. But yeah, so who wants to kick this thing off? I have very little. Actually, almost nothing. I think all of us have very little really? this week. Yeah. Um, I have a couple things, so I'll start off. Okay, yeah, you're welcome to, because I, I don't have I much. recalled, after thinking oh, okay. very hard I was like, on he's things literally told that me I actually have things oh, to talk about. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so to start off, I watched this movie called Exhibit A. Okay. It is on Amazon Prime. Okay. It is... Like a thriller horror movie, it is a found footage film, okay. and it is sold. It is told spe- exclusively from a handheld camcorder, and it's about this family that kind of rolls downhill as their the, the financially decline. Like the dad kind of loses his job, and it it just it's a snowballing effect, and it's you see huh. like him kind of losing and his this mind. This is the Netflix show. Uh, no, right. it's Amazon Prime. Oh, then we found the wrong one. There's also something on Netflix called Exhibit A. So we're trying to... Tr- it, what, did it, uh, there's it's like right? a 2007 yep. okay. or 2011, something like that. It's British. Yeah. Okay, we... we it's independent. It. Yeah, I've not seen anything about this or We didn't either. We rent... We Zane and I went down a rabbit hole and we kind of stumbled upon this and we were like, oh, look, I found footage. Those can be pretty good. Yeah. And we started watching it. It was all right. I, it was interesting just to see how... It went. Yeah. But I felt like it like concluded too quickly. Really? It's, it's not a long movie. So it is a movie. It's not a show. It is a movie, and I think it was almost just slightly over an hour. It was, it was an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. It was not that long. It was just very interesting. I don't know. if I, I wouldn't watch it again. And if you like found footage stuff, I'd say probably watch it. It could be yeah. up your alley. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Okay. <laughs> Wu-Tang, an American saga on oh, Hulu. hell yeah. Was dope. Yeah. That shit was, was it good? awesome. Uh, all right, that's another I word, cursed. man. <laughs> you, you know, I almost did a minute ago. That's why I laughed. Um, so it's like a documentary, Wu-Tang documentary? Um, well, so it's not a documentary, though. It's 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 like a real, a real retelling of events. Okay. But is so, it done documentary style? I thought it was done... It style. kind of is. I, mean, like I would just recommend... Kind of. Yeah, because there's like actors... So it's not like any found footage. It's not yeah. like using footage or anything like that. And so like there was one episode... And I guess each episode... It's one of those things where each everything's directed by a different person. Yeah. Literally, like one of the episodes starts off in like a video game style. Oh, sweet. And it was the weirdest thing. Huh. Because it was... All of a sudden, he's like running around like in a first-person comic book... Or a video game... Yeah. And I was like, what, what, what? This is this caught me off guard because I was not expecting it. Yeah. I, I would actually really recommend, especially if you have any interest in Wu-Tang. Nice. I used to listen to him a lot when I was I, younger. Yeah, I never listened to a lot and of Wu-Tang, so, but it reminds me of that other movie. What was it? Uh, the, uh, Ice Cube and the group that he was part of. Oh. Um, and they did a movie about them, and I saw it. Oh. Uh, God, what movie was that? Oh, Compton, I know talking about. Uh, yeah, oh. Compton. Or no, Compton. Straight, Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. That, that movie was right. great, actually. That was close. That movie was really... This reminded... It made me think of that, at least. That was a great, really good movie. And it was crazy, because in that movie, Ice Cube was played by his son, who looks just like him. Oh, really? Well, yeah, actually, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because his son is in the new Godzilla movie, and, yeah. and he looks... And he's in it. He looks so much like his dad. Yeah. Um, but and so sorry. also, like... So this, this show, I think there's 10-ish episodes, and it's just crazy watching it, because 
it is factual. And like at the very end of some of them, they do show. So like one RZA when he was young, and his first music video, he's by himself. He's not part of Wu Tang yet. Do they call him RZA or is it it's, RZA? It's RZA. I always thought it was RZA. Well, at first it's, it's just RZA, Jizza, the genius. Ghostface Killer. At first it's just that he goes by the genius. Oh, it's okay. not anything really? else. And so he has a music video. And so like there's a whole episode about him like getting there recording this and how he looks really weird and it's not him. Uh-huh. Well, at the very end of the episode, they show the actual music video. Really? Yeah. So they're like, this shit is... No. <laughs> well, this one's not PG thirteen right. anymore. This, this is not ready to R. You can blame me. Oh, Whatever. Isn't Shit. just the F word off limits? I, I was for trying to PG thirteen. Actually, that might be the case. It's expanded. There are more how words that are. How do you expand it past that? Like everyone says those words. That's what I'm saying. I think that they're more fair game now. Like if you watch, uh, what is it? Like AMC and stuff at night. It'll the only word that they don't have oh, is yeah. the F bomb. Yeah, and I haven't said that one yet, right? Yeah, I said it once. (laughs) But all I'm gonna say is, like, I would recommend it. There's a lot of great music in it, and uh, RZA actually directs or like helps produce a lot of it. Remember when he did that kung fu movie? Yes, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. God, it was so bad. Did I see that with you in theaters, Chris? It was so bad. There's two of them. Also, he made a sequel, and it's equally bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it is so bad like i just can't i love those kind of movies but these yeah. are bad yeah they but were that's bad. another fun thing they Iron talk Fist about that bad. stuff all the time like really? that's their influences they're all for like... these old like kung fu movies yeah so that is their influence cool. throughout this whole thing but it also shows them slinging dope on the streets and stuff so yeah, yeah i mean slinging dope <laughs> yeah bro that's uh that's how you say it but it, clearly it's, it's just very it's just in very space. interesting sure. and i would i would highly recommend cool. it and it had been on my watch list for a while and so wu-tang like, an american saga on hulu yeah i've not yep. even seen that oh, yeah like, it's, it's on hulu, hulu original hulu. yeah yeah it's it's I'll awesome have to check that out a lot of yeah, great music cool. in it too so i'm a fan check so. it out i'm guessing a lot of wu-tang um no <laughs> Actually, really? it's a lot of like original stuff. I feel it's, like it's just Dion a lot of like yeah, a lot of awesome. beats and stuff that he's okay. just made. So sure. I don't know if that's his actual beats that he made when he was yeah. younger, because that's huh. what it really kind of. They don't start off as Wu Tang. Like it's yeah. about them all just living life on the streets, kind of like trying to get by, and how they like to make music here and there, and how they're just in basements rapping and like they rap on the corners, yeah, while they're trying to like make make it hmm. on a normal day to day basis. Right. That's so, cool. Nice. And then the last thing I guess yeah. I'll talk about is Umbrella Academy season two. Yeah, I knew you'd talk about that. Um, yeah, and I can talk about that a little. That's one of two things that I've seen. So okay, that's the only thing I've seen. Oh, I didn't know that you were watching it. Well, did you finish it? Did oh, you guys God, both no. finish it? No, I've only I'm seen on, two episodes. Oh, I'm on episode six, five. That's lame. Now we do we do have to say up front that Matt could potentially be biased about the show, being that he has a relative. Yeah, in my it, uncle's so. in it, so <laughs> it's kind of a shout out. He's in a handful of episodes. Yeah, yeah. He's the uh, this isn't giving anything away. He's the mystery man that wears a hat and glasses. Yeah, does he smoke sh- all the time? He does. He smokes sometimes. He's not not the smoking man. From X Files. <laughs> oh no, no. But he does smoke a couple times. Yeah, they they kind of allude to him. He's actually in, in the like first the episode or two. He's first, in the first or second in the background. Yeah, I, I saw him. They literally showed him for a split second, and I was like, "Sid, I think that's Matt's uncle." Is he a part of the twelve? Yes. Yeah. No, he's the. If he's, yeah. he's the one he's guy the in the twelve that wears glasses and has a hat and talks. Always has in the a 12. cigarette in his hand. Yeah, and he always wears sunglasses. Yeah, they're inside and it's night. He's wearing sunglasses. Yeah. I'm like, and hey. he's smoking in every single scene. Uncle Roby, why did they do this to you? <laughs> it's a baller. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I like your uncle. Yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty sure that was him. So it's good to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I told yeah, you. Yeah, it's him. 
Yeah, I thought that was him, but yeah. So I would say overall, the entire season. Yeah. So compared to like season one, was really good. Nice. And I feel like it's very similar to the first season. Like it has a lot of the same like peaks and valleys that like the first one did, where you know you're riding this high, we're like, oh man, we did something cool, and then bad things happen. You're like, oh crap. Yeah. And so I feel like it's very similar. And of course, this one adds a lot of new elements to it, like. Yeah, being the fact that it takes place in the '60s. Yeah, that, like that is a whole new element to yeah. it that, like, I never even thought would happen. And all of a sudden, the first episode, they're like, "Oh yeah, in '63," and you're like, "What?" Yeah. So like that blew my mind just I, starting off. It has such a vibe this season. Like it's really cool. I, I so far I like it. Which, like I said, I'm only two in. Um, but just the whole '60s like era is really cool. I, they really embody it, like all the music, all the scenery, and it feels like this season they dumped a truckload of money onto this season. I think so. I think they're like, you know what? Yeah, like it did well the last first season. Season did really well. We're yeah. gonna make this thing Cause, sing. It, yeah, because it does. It feels expensive. Yeah. Like, and it, it, it's so far what I've seen two episodes. I loved it. So. I can agree with you there. Yeah. What did you think, Chris? You're on six. I know you weren't crazy about the first season. You thought it was okay. Yeah. No, this one is way better. Really? Like, I'm way more into this season. Nice. Like, I, I, was, I, I was watching it up until my doorbell rang. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, it was, it's really good. That's I good. I really enjoy it. Nice. Okay. I'm glad to hear you like this one better. That's literally all that all I watched. watched. Nice. And that was the last thing you were going to yep. talk about, right? Okay. So, which, and really, I'm not even going to talk about it, but the only other thing, I, I'm still watching The Killing. I'm freaking obsessed. Like, I can't stop What season are you on now? I'm on season two now. Okay. Um, and this show's so good. Like, yeah, just watch The is. Killing. I'll it say is. that. Listen it to is. last week if you want to hear me talk about it more, but like, The Killing's great. It's, it's really good. It's just really weird to watch it now because... Like now, Seattle's on fire and burning to the ground, so it's real weird to see it normal. <laughs> yeah, um, it just makes me sad because I'm just like, oh well. Which I mean, I don't. Know. Oh well, I'm not gonna get into all that. But <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it is. It's the show's so good. Like it's just so well made. I mean, it's like a eight year old show too. Like it came out yeah. in like 2012 or yeah. so. And once again, just a brief thing, you know, like if you're into show like pl- uh, detective kind of shows, yeah, and very much just like check this one out. Yeah, like murder, dark mystery. and gritty. Yeah. Do it. Like murder mystery and like uh it makes me think of like a, a lot of the um these it's like Law and Order but a full season uh, about one case. And if Law and Order was like not boring but like <laughs> <laughs> but like it, well also it kind of reminds me of a lot of these like modern podcasts and stuff now that are doing a lot of like investigative crime and things uh, like that yeah. and yeah. It, like ah oh, what's the one that hasn't been out for a while that's local Serial? No. The other really big one that, well, never mind. I was about to say something about it. I can't say that. Um, that. Uh, oh, well, I'll think of it, but yeah, it's really good. Um, something. My brain's not working today. It's got Payne Lindsay. He's the host and I literally can't think of the name of the podcast, but anyways, that show and stuff, it's just very much that vibe. It feels like it's inspired a lot of stuff that's happening now. This show. I know Chris is still thinking of it too. I'm waiting for it to click for somebody. It's like um, disappeared or hidden or taken or something along those lines. It's going to drive me insane now that we're talking about it. But there are so many of these type of podcasts Vanished. Now. Up and Vanished. Up and Vanished. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. The, the Up and Vanished <gasps> podcast and, and stuff like that. <laughs> it it, it kind of has that. It, it feels like those things were influenced by this almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. That style of investigation. Even though this isn't real and it's more... You know, it's not like a documentary or anything, but it's just, it's very good. I, I haven't been 
hooked on anything quite like this in a bit. So yeah, it, it's, I'm enjoying it. And I heard a lot about it back when it was on. So anyways, yeah, that's all I was going to say. So watch the killing it's on Hulu and all the episodes and stuff, but, and we talked about it last week as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I was really going to talk about. So really, honestly, we can just go ahead and carry on. Yeah. Boogie on Let's into the, down. yeah. Into the review of the void of night. I, I really struggle with the name of this movie. Yeah. I wanted I to keep calling it something else. I keep wanting to call it the vast of night, which really doesn't make sense either. But I, I actually was calling it the vastness of night. Yeah. That until I re- until I watched it, I was like, Oh, I see. I was wrong. Which it, uh, the name reminds me of the movie that I told you guys to watch and gave Chris like nightmares for the rest of his life called the void. Oh and yeah, just the void. <laughs> just the void. Two you, different movies. People do yeah. not recommend. I, I really oh, I enjoyed recommend. it. I recommend it, and it traumatized Chris for like. <laughs> <laughs> if you like horror and gore, the yeah. void. Yeah, you like the void. demon possession <laughs> in your house. I'll watch that. It's it's super HP Lovecraft, just to its core. Really, it's it's like it's the most Lovecraftian thing ever. <laughs> it it left Chris feeling the way that uh, Midsummer did me. Yeah, so. which had no effect on me. <laughs> That proves Weird. that you're actually the demon person. So could be, <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about the vast of night. So first off, I guess we need to actually talk about um, who should and should not see this movie. That's a good question that I have not uh, thought about up until this, this is moment. a real okay. So I I did think about one thing. There's very little to compare this movie to. I can almost say that I have seen next to nothing like this movie. I agree. I can't think of almost anything. This is one of the most individual. What's that Brendan like, Fraser movie where he's stuck in the Journey to the Center of the Earth? No, no, the Mummy. What, no. Um, he's stuck. <laughs> he's stuck in the bunker. What? He comes up like they, they they think that there's a nuclear holocaust, and he's like in the bunker until the '90s. Silverstone is in it. I don't uh, remember this what's movie her at name? all. I Sarah never, Silverstone. Not. Silverstone. I never saw this. This sounds like a comedy. No, yeah, it is comedy. This movie is not a comedy <laughs> or even. Oh, see, a, I see there parallels it's, though. It's a this dude movie was stuck hilarious. In the '60s because oh. he went into or the '50s. He went into the bunker in the '50s and oh. came out in like the '90s. Yeah, I was. It was kind of a joke. You guys think you yeah. guys up your literally own can't None of us have seen this. it. It's not that I can't remember. Well, I don't even know what it is. Let me just Google real quick. Brendan Fraser. If you were stuck somewhere for thirty years by yourself, do you think you'd make up your own language? Like you, <laughs> you like stop using your slang. Like, well, based on what he was talking about. Yeah. So you got in the, like a bunker in the fifties and came out in the nineties and was using fifty slang. Do you think you would stop using like fifty slang and you just come up with your own like? terms for shit i thought you meant like a, an entire new language you might like you just become like, telepathic or something like, like what would your language be man it's just like a, a series of barps, barps and clicks <laughs> yeah just yeah like, basically burp, burp, burp. <laughs> that was how matt would talk to himself if yeah he was i would it'd be hilarious <laughs> y'all would be um, so confused okay, it's blast from the past uh, from 1999. It's it is Alicia called. Silverstone, Brendan Fraser, Christopher Walken. Uh-huh. It's, uh huh. has nothing to do with this I was about to movie. say, this movie is nothing like that movie. <laughs> I kind of remember it That's now. literally the first <laughs> thing that came to mind when, people were, yeah. when you asked okay. me. So the only thing that I really know to compare this movie to, in all seriousness, is a podcast. This movie mm. is oh, literally like a podcast. That's the only way I know to describe it. Yeah, but like, what? Like, I like couldn't a, even like compare like 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 identify Tannis, a single like how we I listen guess. to Tannis and like yeah and the black, the black tapes. tapes. They're like these audiobook style almost podcasts, or where they're like it's done as a podcast, but it's not real. Yeah, it's basically like we're watching 
a one hour podcast. Yeah. That doesn't have any half. time gaps. It's just from the beginning to the end, one full hour of what happened. Yeah. Like lore. Yeah. Have you or ever like lore? Yes, lore? I have. Oh, Actually, like there's lore? a lore show on Amazon. Did you know that? Yeah. With Aaron Mankey. I've never Aaron watched Mankey. it. But... Um, yeah, but this this show literally the only thing I know to say Mankey is if Mankey. you like <laughs> if you like podcasts, you'd pro like and just like art house films. Like, suspense. Like, uh, I mean, suspense, I would say this was a suspense like, movie. Suspense. It's, just, it's very hard to describe. But. Yeah, I, overarching. If I was going to watch this movie, and just like identify to something, yeah. I would say this was a suspense movie. It was. And if you're in, in the fifties, if you're, I was about to say, if you're into the fifties, this is like fifties as all get out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's not a whole lot else you can say about like, who should, like if you're, as far as who sh- shouldn't see it. I mean, really, like if you're I not, like we're confusing Bebo more than guiding. Yeah, it was because this is hard to identify. It really is. I this mean, is one of the most hard to identify films that we've yeah. done. If you like suspenseful. Uh, time era thematic sci-fi movies. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know who to say who not to watch. Yeah, it. I mean, I'd say if you're not, it's it's a little more art housey. It like is also maybe. slow burn. It's slow say. burn. It is a slow burn, kind of. Yeah, I but think it I is. Know. I know. I feel this way, but it's. I I feel like if if you're not into these type of movies, then yeah. it's definitely a slow burn. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like. There's things going on and it's suspenseful, but there's not like a lot of substance to it. Like not necessarily can, a lot. There's not a lot of things happening on screen all the right. time. It can right. feel boring if you're We're not engrossed a too in the in story. Depth in this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it, it's hard to but, say. I mean, yeah, just go watch really it, people. Hard. Actually, yeah, you know what? Hey, if you're listening to this, go watch it. Yeah, go watch yeah. it. It's only just an hour it. and a half. We, we, as you can tell, we don't really know how to describe this movie. Just go watch it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, make your own opinion. And it's an Amazon original, so if you got Amazon Prime, you've got it for free. So it's no skin off your back to watch. Yeah. It. So aside from the time, but yeah. So uh, outside all of that, to burn. So yeah, exactly. Right. So you guys want to do scores on this? Yeah. Let's so, score it up. Yeah. If you don't know, we do our Rotten Tomato scores on every movie. We try and guess what the general audience is, and the critics are going to think about something, and then we analyze it afterwards and see how wrong we probably are. <laughs> so about what everybody thinks. Mainly me. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, y'all can start. The, uh, I'll start. Ever. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to say 86. Okay, nice. For, I think that's solid. Uh, critics? Yeah. And people, I'll say uh, 78. Okay. Nice, Matt. I'll go next. I think I have less faith in people than you do. Mm. Uh, I think <laughs> critics fair. are going to do about a 75. Ooh, that's lower than I thought. And the audience, 65. That's much lower than I thought. Yeah, I think Matt's gonna be the first. That's also off. fair. Like I it could, could see it. Behind. I could. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see know. it from the I audience. Know. I think I this know. is gonna be a critical darling. You think? I'm guessing somewhere in the ninety. Ooh. Hmm, ninety-four. Ooh. Okay. Five for 95. critics. 95. Ninety-five for critics. Ninety-five for critics. Okay. You know, there's literally no reason for you to go higher. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no reason like, for me. To if go you ahead. go higher than 86, you're going to beat me. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be in the 90s, and I think people are actually going to give this a pretty high score too. Uh, it does seem like a kind of narrow, well, a little more narrow of an audience as far as your general public, but I don't think it's going to have like a huge like thousands and thousands of people. We might have a little over a thousand yeah. like general audience. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, this thing is free to watch, so like maybe more people have seen it. I have no idea. The only reason that I recommended that we do this is because I was seeing articles about it a couple weeks back, but I didn't read the articles. I just mm-hmm. literally saw that people were writing about this Amazon movie that came out. So I don't know what that means, but it's a good defense. Good defense. Yeah, um, I'm guessing general audience is going to be somewhere in the low 80s like maybe an 81 so you're the highest obviously yeah i'm middle ground okay. i'm lower yeah on 
<clears throat> on everything. Yeah. We, yeah. we comfortably fit in all of our categories. We do. All right. Nice. So at this point, uh, if you're going to keep listening, we're going to be talking about a full spoiler review. So anything that you hear from here on out is going to be us talking about all the ins and outs of this movie and what we think of it. So jump ship now if you have not seen it or do not want to know. All right, dude. Guys, boys, yeah. fellas. Let's Ups, talk about downs. it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Who liked? Who, who didn't? Liked, didn't like? Yes. No. So I will say at first it did not hold my attention. Okay. So like the first like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I couldn't pay attention. Okay. I literally was just like, Ooh, look, a fly on the wall. Hmm. That's interesting. Huh. And I just couldn't. But after that, when it started picking up, I was like, okay, I like this. And by the yeah. end, I was like, I like this movie. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. so you can leave saying you, you enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, I would say I enjoy it. I would just say it's tough to get past like the first bit. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'll get into that in a minute. Chris, what do you think? Um, I had it. I understand where you're coming from and I had a similar thing, but a different reaction to it. Mm-hmm. So like I felt the same way, but I was also, I was like, something has to happen. So I was paying more attention to it because yeah. it was so just like monotonous kind of at the beginning where it was yeah. just like literally blasting your face with nostalgia of 1950s of like right. hey Jack I'm talking in lingo and yeah. like I got a cigarette in my mouth and I'm just like yeah it was hard to understand him for a little bit there in the beginning because right. he had the yeah. cigarette in his mouth and like but then they call attention to it and like I think that it was literally making a point but yeah then I'm no I mean but I enjoyed it like it, it yeah. drawed me into it and I was like okay so, well something has to happen here like yeah. this can't just be a 90 minute dialogue slice of life right <laughs> But mm-hmm. no, I, I, I really like this movie. Yeah, I can completely concur. I really like this movie too. I mean, it's not like I'm like, I, it's not like last week where it's like unanimously yeah. love. Yeah. But like, I really like this movie. Yeah. Like, I think that this is a very well-made film. Yeah, this that's what I would go more towards is like, this is really well-made. Yeah. Like, it's, like I did enjoy it, but yeah. it is, I can appreciate it for being really well-made. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. It's expertly crafted mm-hmm. is almost the, what I'd say about it. Like, it, it's so... Uh, it just, it, it had something it was trying to do and it very clearly did it. Like yeah. it was, it, it just had a lot of flair and taste and, and, but in the beginning I was kind of where you were with it, where I was just like, it was a little hard to follow. He had that cigarette in his mouth. Like he was talking super fast and they already all had really thick Southern accents, <laughs> which usually I don't have a problem understanding, but theirs were well, quite Well, it's thick. not just Southern accents. They were also speaking in lingo from that yeah, era. Like and you're just like, era lingo. okay, what did that mean? What? Okay. So Southern talk in the fifties meant, okay. Oh, shit, yeah. I miss yeah. what they're talking about now. Yeah. And this it was just very quick in, in New Mexico. Was it New Mexico? Yeah. yeah. I was okay. Which makes sense because of, I thought it was people. Texas. I thought it was Texas second, too, but it was—it's actually New Mexico. Okay, which would make more sense with Area Fifty One and everything. So, mm-hmm. with which spoilers here, this is an alien movie, um, right? But yeah. yeah, so I mean, I guess we can. There's not like a ton to talk about almost with this, but there's really not. It's because it the of the way that this was created, but I, I really liked it. As to where, like, in the beginning, it's just the two of them. They're just talking, and it's very fast-moving. And and then, like, when they leave the school, I really loved it. They did it. Instantly did it. The camera went down on the ground and followed the two of them walking for a long time with Mm -hmm. no cuts. Yeah. That was after... 
the first like 20 minutes, I feel like it was very like seamless. Yes. Dude, there were some scenes where I was like, has this been filming straight for like 20 minutes and not cut? Yeah. Like, oh, and you can tell where they kind of like sped up the cam. Yeah. But yeah. And like when they cut through the basketball court and they were just playing Dude, basketball like, all so around cool. the camera guy all in like a single shot. Yeah. That was very impressive. It was that whole. Yeah. You're the same way. No, you can keep going. No, I was, I was just, just agreeing. That, I like saying that you yeah, got the cinematography in this is like fan fucking it, it really is. Oh, fan there we go. All right. We're officially test. in our mode. Freaking, there we go. I said we freaking. <laughs> sure you <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It yeah, really It's is. really well done. And there's even like kind of annoying parts that at first I was like, this is kind of annoying where they're like when going into the 50s. Yeah. But I actually really appreciated one of the things that I actually took notes on was when they had the radio caller call in yeah, and they went to a black screen, completely black screen. And I was yeah. like, at first it was kind of off putting, but then like, as I just continued to listen to this person, tell his story yeah. over the radio, I was like, this is so fitting yeah. because it's literally putting you in the mindset of somebody listening from home over the radio. Like mm -hmm. it's not TV. This is the era of radio. Mm -hmm. So you just are paying attention to the actual vocals, the lyrics of the story. It's not a lyrics because it's not a song, but yeah. like the actual words and this guy's just talking, telling his story. And it's so, it, it makes you focus more on the dialogue Mm -hmm. And it's really well done. I appreciated that a lot. Yeah, which and and for those who haven't seen it and are listening, and for David who's sitting here having no idea what we're talking about, it's really <laughs> interesting because it's literally a a radio operator from the or a phone operator on a switchboard. You know where they'd plug in the little plugs and. Which they did so well. And it was they cool did. watching her stick those yeah. like plugs into the outlets and stuff to pick up the different callers. And but so she's. The the young woman, she's like seventeen. She's in the caller room for the switchboard for the switchboard operator, and the guy who's in the film is a uh, he's a basically radio a radio host, and he's just across town in the radio, and he's maybe like what nineteen, yeah, twenty maybe, yeah, uh, yeah. nineteen because there was kind of a little bit of like a flirty like thing, so like they were pretty close in age, yeah. And, but um, he, that doesn't doesn't feel like he's still in high school. No, he's not in high school, but he's pretty close out of high and school. She's sixteen. Yeah, or seventeen. But... She's she says she's sixteen. Oh, I thought she said she was. When 17. the old lady that they go to visit, yeah. she's like, "How old are you, little girl?" And she's like, "I'm 16. Oh, I thought she said seventeen. Mm. Either way, it's one year. Could be wrong. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah. So and and so anyways, there are multiple scenes where like it will just focus on one of the two people for a long time of them having a conversation, and you're only seeing one person. Or then, like, someone calls in, and you're only seeing them talk to a caller. And sometimes when they talk to the caller, the screen goes completely black. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I've just never seen anything like it. It And and at the scene where she's first figuring out what's going on and making all the calls and taking all the calls and everything, mm -hmm. I don't think that they cut the camera at all and filmed for, like, 15-plus minutes of her just talking to people. Yeah. yeah. Well, because literally, like, that's all it would be. It was her just moving switches and mm -hmm. just talking. Yeah. So it would make sense for them to, they could film that all in one take. Yep. And that's, I told, oh, I was talking to Kyle Gazak, who, you know, he acts and everything. And I was yeah. just like, you know, you need to see this. And I was like, the biggest thing, because, you know, he's he's very much into uh, to plays and, and theater. And I was like, this Theater's movie not. could be a play. Like, this movie could be a play. 
Yeah, I mean, it easily could. It would struggle a little bit at the end. They'd have to come up with some... Yeah, you know, just like a hovering cardboard cutout of a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit, but like, yeah. But that aside, like, this this could easily be a, a play. And, and I would watch that play just because I kind of thought that this is where I was going, especially mm-hmm. about halfway. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, please tell me this is aliens. And Zeno was like, I've looked it up. And I was like, oh. And she's like, I'm not telling you. I'm like, it's aliens then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that... See, the, as soon as I got to the, in my mind, I was like, oh, this is aliens. I was like, first thing that popped in my head was like, Zena's going to hate this movie. She really liked I it. I bet Zena really, really liked this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought. She doesn't like aliens. No, she right? really likes alien movies, though. She does. She's weird about it. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't like aliens, but she likes alien movies. Okay, right. so I have not It's more of a scare of aliens, but she appreciates alien movies. Yeah. So, like, I have another friend, um, Tatiana, but she yeah. doesn't like aliens. What I thought was the same thing as Zena, mm-hmm. but, like, because she was watching, they had talked about the whole uh, Unsolved Mysteries thing. Mm-hmm. And like they, she couldn't watch the episode with the aliens. Oh, really? She was really? Like, I hate aliens. Really? So I thought Zena was on that same level because she was talking about not liking aliens the other night. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I, I assumed that Zena wouldn't like. Yeah, I guess movie, we could but... say if you're really terrified of aliens, maybe you shouldn't. Watch oh, yeah. But even then, but that you never see you the don't aliens. see you actual don't aliens, and honestly, it's just them. That the whole movie is them tracing and trying to figure out why the sound that came over. The switchboard. Yes. The and then they, they get some callers because they play it on the radio. And so they're just really kind of tracking like information on the sound. You don't yeah. actually see aliens. You see a spaceship at the very end. Which yeah. was so cool. Honestly, if we, we want to jump to the end for a quick second. Like, I didn't, I was worried we wouldn't see anything. Yeah. Um, right. And that, I'm glad. Honestly, oh, it I was kind of yeah. cheesy, but I'm glad that at the very end they were like, look. Here's a spaceship. Yeah, and I, I was it, like, it looks so cool. oh, look at a spaceship. But it's the most generic eighty or not eighties, fifties. But while looking cool, but I loved it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Why would you not like look that. like that? Though? Because was, you'd be like, was, this is how it was explained it was a back flying in the fifties. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a flying saucer. Oh, but the like, lights, and I was like, this, this is where so they cool. sank all their money. Apparently, yeah, it was all right there at the end. <laughs> that was where all the money of the whole production went. Yeah, was there? Got to be a cheap movie to make because they had one like pop up town that they yeah. put out in the right. desert yeah probably so, reusing a town used for something else all like actors that i and and, and, and actresses that i have not, not really heard known. of which Can they I just killed say, it though, that yes. oh no yeah they were both so they good. were fantastic actors and mm-hmm. actresses but the the voice at the very beginning yeah i thought was george clooney dude me too i was like was it, is george was clooney it? in this i thought Which it was voice? george clooney too like at the very like whenever it like before it even fades into the tv screen where it does the oh I yeah when they're playing it up the like thing. it's a um like it's a twilight a zone twilight zone episode because yeah. oh, the whole movie that. is a twilight zone episode basically right yeah basically yeah, this is a hour a, a full length movie twilight zone yeah yeah which is crazy because it starts out on like a '50s style television screen, and then the camera goes in and goes into the TV, and then the show becomes the movie. And I swear to God, that was George Clooney. But dude, like, I thought so too. It. I thought I was so like, too. Is George Clooney in this movie? Mm-hmm. I had the same. <laughs> but then thought. I never saw him. But yeah, I swear that's his voice. Yep, I agree. I had the same thought. I don't know. I- I'm curious to look it up because I thought had the exact same thought. Mm. But y- yeah, it's just. 
oh man, there was a lot to like about this movie. It was just very well made. I mean, and props it, to the actors. Yeah, man. Yeah. They, because they crushed. They the carried parts. it on their backs. Well, and just like the random things. So like when the chick was like, "Oh no, I need to run over to my my friend's house because she's babysitting." I guess her her sister. sister? That was what I was that most was confused sister? about. Is why did she get the baby? I, well, was but, but if you think about, so I was about to get to. It was just a fear reaction. Oh. And I think it was supposed to be just this primal reaction to like something is going on. I can't explain it. I'm freaking out. Yeah. I need to go protect my sibling. And oh. honestly, like Zeno was like, this is what I would do with my sister. Yeah. Like I would have ran all the way home to grab my sister to make sure she was safe huh. because I couldn't reach the babysitter. That's interesting. Right. So there's more than just like something going on. It's the fact that she, she was had worried. called her or called the yeah. babysitter and was talking to and it the got cut off and it got cut was the babysitter gone too because yeah. we never saw the babysitter well they yeah. said she was like on the roof of right. another house looking at what was in the sky oh i missed yeah. that I, I think is what they said to explain that yeah okay that was because she, she, was. she answers later or oh they run yeah. into her okay right no yeah. it was on the phone yeah. yeah yeah but that it literally points to the whole part part of the abduction portion of it mm. where like that the babysitter got abducted mm. because really? like anybody like all the people who got their phone cut off yeah they got abducted oh. <laughs> like, yeah okay because that's what i was thinking was like maybe the person that was supposed to be keeping the kid was abducted and, and but i love it because it was like a slow burn but the build was so gradual and it never stopped yeah. like once the build started it never stopped yeah and it just kept incrementally climbing the one thing that kind of took me out of it was when they went and interviewed the the Old lady because oh, i was just like this just seems so random i really liked that scene actually. i mean I, I like the interview of the guy on the phone yeah oh, because i was swearing. like okay i get this one and they even answered like on the pain of death, he's like, I'm already dying. I'm sick. I'm like, okay, I get this. And then she just decides, oh, yeah, well, everyone thought I was crazy forever. I haven't heard that sound before, but I think it's aliens. And yeah. so that's when, but they played it off well because they were just like, oh, you're just a crazy lady. We don't believe you. Yeah, I, w I hated how dismissive he was of her. I was like, but I think, I mean, right. think the 50s, uh, yeah, they oh, would yeah. have been dismissive. Like, oh, yeah. oh, you're well, just a crazy her story recluse. was so extreme. And you think it was interesting. Did you notice they never used the word aliens? Like, literally, yeah. these people did not understand what aliens were. Yeah. In the sky. Yeah, it was just it's these sky people. Them. Yeah. They kept just saying, like, the people in the sky. Because well, I'd be curious to see when the term aliens was actually, actually coined. Yeah. Because I'm thinking it was maybe sometime around in the 50s because, like, these people did not use the terminology. It seemed yeah. like the concept of aliens was beyond them. Like right. they, they, And honestly, that what that old woman had to say was the most, like, unnerving thing. Like, when she goes into her little monologue at the end and she's like, I actually wrote it down. She wrote, they get inside our head and they make people do things, but no one knows. Right. She's like, I think they've always been there and they're controlling all of us. Yeah. She's like, um, free will, our free will is impossible with them up there. Yeah. And like that whole concept, I was just like, oh my God, the aliens I mean, that are was controlling right. us. That was. <laughs> like that, that was, that was, I, I just really liked all that. The only thing that I had confusion about, um, was her son. So she yeah. said that her son died in some mind changing lights out or something like that. That was her husband. 
Oh. Yeah, that was her okay, husband, and so she raised her son by herself. And then her there was son a whole got bit abducted. Where, yeah, there was okay. there was the whole bit where she said she slept with her husband, or they had they had sex, and she, she didn't she didn't even know that's how babies were made. Yeah, which and, is, yeah, which is which hilarious. Makes, that's crazy. I kind of yeah, laughed about does. that, and I was like, well, in the fifties, sex yeah. ed probably wasn't a thing, nope. and parents yeah. were her super parents like, her parents super guarded. Were, you think about yeah. being in like the South like that, like New Mexico like that. Yeah. So. Not wanting to talk about sex. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, th- I thought that was a very interesting... That was the thing with this movie. They had so many details. And yeah. I feel like people nowadays, especially younger people, might not like know what's going on. I barely do. Like the yeah. switchboard operator, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. There used to be switchboards. But I feel like if somebody grew up now and you show them this movie and they were doing the switchboard, they're like, yeah, what they're are like, they doing? That's so weird. So I feel like that is something where this movie is very like, targeted to kind of like older people or somebody yeah. that can explain it like least. i honestly feel like i'm not my quite i'm not i even love this like yeah really but like i feel it. like somebody that might be like 15 might go like what this doesn't make any sense like why was that person moving these things yeah without having somebody explain like hey that ha- that's how it used to be just right just because sure. it's not talked about anymore you yeah know? you don't think about like the the idea of a switchboard seems so yeah, some, arcane oh yeah somebody literally going okay i'm gonna connect you now even like when I was watching, I was like, "Didn't people still have phone numbers back then?" But no, they didn't. No. They called the switchboard operator, who then yep. connected them to the next phone. It yeah. wasn't you called somebody's number, you rang zero, and then said, "Hey, switchboard operator, yep. connect me to Alfred down the road from me." Thank you. Yeah, and I mean, I've even heard about like my parents talk about they had like party lines where it was like all the people on the street or whatever were all on the same phone line. So like only one house could talk at a time. <laughs> and like, if you picked up the phone and someone else in a different house was on the phone, you could literally just listen to their call. Yeah. Like yeah. that's crazy. Right. It is such a different era of technology. It's so crazy and mind boggling. Just like watching this movie, even without the aliens, that's what like I was enjoying. And yeah. in the first part was like, this is such a timepiece. Yeah. Even if it's not like before I knew it was about aliens. Yeah. I was like, this is so crazy. Yeah, and I didn't know like where this. I was going, and Xena said she was going to continue watching it, so I was like, okay, obviously it becomes yeah. either a horror or a sci-fi, <laughs> because she's still watching it. Yeah. But I was like, even removing that whole aspect, the first quarter of the movie, it was just so peculiar, yeah. and like, not current, like, I, I don't know, like, I'm just lucky enough to have been like, yeah, okay, that's what, that's, that's yeah, phone operators, that was a thing. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Okay. And I really like even they just went to so much detail, like you said, yeah. And like like with the guy who was the radio guy, like, mm-hmm. and he's in there, and he's he's got all his records sitting there, and he's recording things, and she's got her tape recorder, and he brings his big recorder to record the older woman, and right, and which transitions into yo the when he records the the stuff that the old lady was saying, and then he puts it in the car, and all those people look up at the sky, and their yeah. mouths hang open while they're driving the car. Yeah, it was unsettling like oh yeah i was also like well i know this is gonna happen this is a terrible idea they're gonna wreck oh which they never explained no ah i wish they had i know wait never explained what well because she was like oh we'll play this when you're around people and then they just kind of stared up and like dazed out which was basically what she said happened to her son yeah well and then they almost got a wreck and they never kind of explained like what it what he was playing that caused them to do that yeah it was those words like i don't know if it was like see the message yeah that, it was just super crazy where you you infer your own message there but yeah. it never explained it in the movie sure and so yeah. i was just kind of like man this is crazy yeah just the things and if you step back and like look at them which is a, it, at that point becomes a fast-paced movie sure things yeah. just keep happening well yeah like, it boom, takes yeah. off boom, like a rocket boom. right at the end right For and sure. there's all these things to unpack kind of afterwards you're like wow 
what was that? What was... How, why did... How? The yeah. last half of the movie is... 50 Whatever. times as fast as the first yeah, yeah it well, is like crazy. they bro- i the loved how they broke in minutes. she broke into a random person in town's house stole the keys to the library and a bike. broke yes yeah, stole a bike broke into the <laughs> library like and you think about that time period and they're just like and he stole a car yeah and you just think about like people back then it was a small town everybody knew everybody and you're like oh, i'll give them their stuff back well everything's just unlocked yeah. Yeah. No, every, people didn't no, used to yeah. lock their doors. People didn't start locking their doors until the seventies when some serial killers started popping up. <laughs> like literally that's what that was yeah. the, what caused people to start locking their doors. Yeah. And it's just a crazy especially nowadays. I don't oh, I don't leave anything unlocked. I go yeah. outside for five minutes, lock my door. Like yeah. I just you just don't do it. No, you don't. And I, it's yeah. everybody. I don't think I've met anybody that's like, Oh, I leave all my stuff unlocked unless you're Christopher Cows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or my uh, wife. Don't Yeah, no, house. I literally lock I have everything. Guns, I when Always. I was living with my parents, I would leave my truck unlocked or my windows down on my truck. But yeah. we live in BFE. So, or yeah. my, well, parents, that's, my parents live in BFE. Yeah, growing up, we were kind of that way living out. We, we lived just out of nowhere as yeah. you did. And we would, but then there was a point I remember it was like early 2000s and it was like doors are locked now. You don't leave the doors unlocked anymore like we used to. Like it was kind of like a, I don't know and what I think it all came a fear on. thing. It did based on like the spread of news yeah. and i've watched documentary documentaries that are literally said like oh yeah well we didn't lock our doors until like these killings started happening yep. and I'm like that's so crazy to think about we just started becoming aware that people were crazy right and people started getting more populated and crazy started getting crazy and here we are now with locking doors and <laughs> being overly protective and setting up cameras all around us and things yeah. like that. It's it's just a crazy era. Yeah, having. it's just and this is such a polar opposite of where we are now. Like and oh, that's actually yeah. what I enjoyed. It was kind of a it was like fresh air, you know. Yeah, it's, and it was just a reminder like, oh yeah, there used to be an era where there used to be school where people went to them. <laughs> no, like, that's fake news, bro. Yeah. Seriously. Like I I really did think that though like it's been a while and I was watching I was like, "Oh man, like I remember those days, like, obviously this was in the 50s, but, like, being at school with the ball games, and there's the band kids, and there's the... Oh, and the whole school went to watch the game? Yeah, like, the, everybody in town goes to watch the game. Like, that was the thing. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, wow, man, that's crazy. Like, that's hardly, like, especially right now with the way that the world is, like, it's literally not a thing anymore. Yeah. And it's yeah. Just, it was kind of wild to see it in this. And, oh, it was for sure. Dude, all those classic cars. Oh, yeah. Loved them. There were so many awesome cars. Also like, loved how that chick would just run everywhere. <laughs> and she's like, I don't have a car. I just walk everywhere. And so she yeah. would just, David, so like in the movie, whenever she's like, I need to go somewhere. Even though they stole a car mm-hmm. or the dude has stole a car, she would just start running. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, I need to go. Boom. And she would bolt. Yeah. And she'd be like, and he would just pull up next to her in a car car and be like, get in, dumb dumb. (laughs) And she'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm used to running everywhere because I don't have a car. And I was just like, that is so accurate. And she does it again. She does it over and over again. Like, she she does it like three or four times where she just bolts out, just takes dead heat, just fast as she can, just running, running, running. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so, yeah. It was just very period specific. It was very neat. Right. And I'm sure if you, I mean, I didn't grow up in a small town. I kind of grew up rural. Yeah. And so, like, we never lived close enough to town where you could do that. Could but walk, I'm yeah. sure, like, if you lived close enough to town where you would just be used to 
walking places. Yeah, my mom and and her brothers and stuff, the town that they grew in was very much like that. And I've heard them talk about it being like that. Yeah. And, and just like, yeah, they just walk over. At the, the public pool would close at four, and then all of her friends would walk back to their house. Yeah. And go back in their pool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody would just walk to the public pool, walk to the library, which was right down the street from the public pool. Yeah. Like, and if the town's still kind of like that, but it's it just, yeah, they've talked about it, and it's kind of wild. Like, I can't. Yeah. yeah. I really appreciated how how s- small and factual they made that town feel. Like, that's yeah. an actual town. Yeah. Well, and, and every time they would go somewhere, they would film the whole yeah. Exactly. Distance. Yeah, because it was just two streets over, and they were probably either running, riding a bike, or driving. So yeah. it wasn't like I, there was a lot of things I appreciated that they did. Like cinematography. I think, I think that they yeah. used a drone. It was perfectly smooth shots, and they would literally take the camera, and you would go from wherever they left, and the camera would go all the way to wherever the place they needed to go was. Like it was so interesting. Like like yeah. the scene that Matt was talking about, where it goes from the switchboard place, the phone place, mm-hmm. all the way over to the school, and it went through the yards. Like, it was yeah over fences, over fences. Like it had to be a drone. Like you could and tell it, was, at it night. was smooth, and it went up with the fences, but you could tell it was also accelerated. Yeah. So I don't know if that was. I think it might have been a fast a drone, moving drone, or if they just had somebody running with a steady camera. I, I, I don't track know. That was like, yeah. but they screen. went over fences. I mean, you can and through windows and yeah. It would have made the most sense if it was a drone. I think for them to do it, and they I could mean, just be like, like, all right, go up over fences. But then, with that, also being that said, the same shot, they go into a basketball um, gymnasium. court gymnasium, where a basketball game is playing, and they go in amongst all the basketball players. Through all of the basketball players, and then into like another section. Yeah, yeah, it, they if, go through like the back window, and then down into like across the road, and more through the fields and shit. And it's all it's one just, cut. It's literally all one cut. I wonder how, if there maybe was they any, did some magic. Like they could have, but I mean, it was so well done. I don't give a. It, it was seamless crap. if there was. I, yeah. it, it was it was wild. I, I, it was really neat, and and the thing the movie's in like HD and 4K, and it just looks right. Really, was good. it a weird aspect? Mm. Not weird, but I mean like an old school aspect. Did they mm. pull like a, at uh, times they did it a couple times? Did they but pull would, like the old lighthouse thing where they filmed oh, on? Oh yeah, no, thirty two. Only no, for like a couple no. seconds they would do stuff like that when it was like the television screen that you're like, right. yeah, through. when they were trying to make a, a point, being like, hey, we're going into a TV screen, yeah, right to now. remind you like you're watching the. It was 1950. Yeah, yeah, you're watching the Twilight Zone or whatever. Honestly, like if this was all done with the drone. Yeah. I'm really excited for the future of independent films. Yeah, man. Because if you just have a drone and you can do this kind of stuff, they really didn't have any CGI in this movie until the very end. Yeah. Right. So if that's where they spent all their budget was at the very end and like the cars and things like that, I really appreciate where this can go with yeah. simple household cameras. Yeah, for sure. Or relatively like household or cheap. So I was saying about the one of the movies that I recommended last week, yeah. the Cosmos. Like they literally had a zero dollar budget. Yeah, that was uh, obviously that's a zero dollar budget budget that was given to them. So yeah. obviously they made they spent money on cameras, but no like, one made money. Right, it was right. It's like right. whatever a person could afford. Yeah, that's the same thing. Well, it was kind of crowdfunded, but the guy that did Green Room a couple of years back. 
Really? He did. He did, well, not Green Room, but he did a movie before that called Blue Ruin. Oh, okay. And Blue Ruin was the he same just likes way. Colors. He he literally <laughs> he he took his entire like retirement, all of their savings, and like I mean, obviously in movie terms, it was not a lot of money. Sure. And made a movie entirely off of his savings and like taken out a small loan, and then the movie did so well that now he's like a renowned. Like, then he made director. Green Room. Then he made Green Room, which had was so good Patrick. Swayze yeah, and Patrick it. Stewart. No, it's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Came back from the dead. Yeah. Okay. Roadhouse okay. kicks something. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody. Nobody. Wow. Puts. So let's talk about this. I have a question for you guys. Were they vaporized? I no, think they're abducted. There was Anal a pile probing. Of- happened so that so that because the aliens come they see them like i was really worried that we weren't going to see the aliens and i would have been so disappointed or the spaceships or whatever yeah like because you know how some of these movies like they, they don't want to spend the bungee on it yeah. where they're just like oh look they just got abducted yeah and then no you don't ships. see anything yeah i was actually i thought that's where they were going with oh, it I'm so glad they did and i was glad they were like and here's the spaceship and i was like oh my god there's yeah. a spaceship and it wasn't yeah. even just like a glance it was no. like Oh, like five a fear of, yeah. yeah. Actually, a little spaceship. We're going to show you the little spaceship going into the mama spaceship. Yeah, show you going into the big mama <laughs> spaceship. How babies are made. It was yeah. It was so <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, that is not how babies are made. Matt, <laughs> it's the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like at, at at the end, the camera is just sitting in a pile of ashes, and so it's like it. Is the ashes like are the ashes the byproduct of being abducted or were they vaporized? I think that was just sand. No, it was. No, I'm like pretty ashes. sure it was ashes. It was a pile because they said that all the trees were burned, the grass was burned. No, was, that's the that thing is they made a deal about the different like, place. They ran, but it was a different place. But I think they were yeah. just showing earlier that hey, like for some reason when this happens, it causes ash like, to be. But I think yeah. they were abducted. Massive heat. Oh, yeah. no. I totally think they were abducted. I think they were abducted, too. Yeah. But they took... And the baby. Yeah, they took the baby and the two the two main ones, yeah. And we're totally gone. I'm like, man, you should have maybe left the baby because now your baby... Your sister... Uh, no, because I kind of thought it was weird she grabbed the baby the whole time. I did, too. And then I was like, I just wrote it off as, you know, okay, well, it was like, a fear thing. She just wanted to make sure grab her sister. Yeah. And then the aliens were like... Oh, yeah, yo. Now we have to abduct a man, a female, and a baby. Oh, it is. Oh, we're going to probe all of them. And and it sucks. It sucks because it's like they all got abducted, and that old lady wanted to get abducted, and he wouldn't take her with him. I know. I know. Douche. Dick move. It's like she could have seen her son, maybe, if he wasn't, like, probed to death. Probably not. Probably not. He is dead as. He's probably dead. He was mm. so on board for so many things yeah. where, like, he would leave his job. Yeah. Or job well, he was cha- whatever, Yeah, like- I mean, his job was a minimal wage radio guy, and he was chasing the story. Mm-hmm. Right, but, like, just to take her with you, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? She'd yeah. slow you down. You wouldn't get to the story in time. I mean, plenty they- of things. She might have had a heart attack on the route. I'll say this. I would have taken her. I would have. Taken her. I, wouldn't have. I would have totally. No, nope. too. I would have been like, nope, you're going to slow me down. I got to chase the aliens. Bye. <laughs> Tell them bring me down. <laughs> now we know. Oh, Matt's going to be the one to leave the, the old people behind. Yeah. yeah. They can stay in their houses comfortably. <laughs> I'm going to go chase aliens. Thank you very much. Because I mean, also, do you think she would have been able to, like, the old lady would have been able to chase them through the woods like they did? At the end, yeah, she no, would have just been shouting been in like, the Native American no, come tongue. Come back and get me. Yep. Was, With a walker. Totally it, it did sound like Native American. Yeah. I think like, it was. I thought she, 
whenever I first heard that, I thought they were going to reveal that she was like one of the um, code whispers. I oh there yeah, was like some code talkers. Yeah, yeah, where it was the Cherokee and they were like talking in the military. And I thought that was what it was going to be like. Yeah. Oh, I was in the military and I used to talk in you know yeah. Cherokee whatever. Talked. To, and to then me. it became communication with aliens that's yeah. what i thought it was gonna the road that it was gonna go down but yeah it just turns out it was her son whatever yeah her son they didn't speaking say. alien alien. Mm-hmm. alien yeah race. it was cool though man i, yeah. I really this was I, like, I digged it for yeah. sure me too we've had a we've had quite a good run here yeah of movies so let's for sure yeah let's go ahead and let's do the see how the critic first. how much the critics hated this because <laughs> no they don't no, i don't know it's the, an alien movie dude Critics I think, are gonna like it. I'm telling you, I think the critics aren't aren't gonna like it. I feel like the audience probably is not gonna like it either. No, I bet, it was a I slow burn. I feel and, like people aren't gonna like it. Audience, I think will. people are dumb. Let's do this. <laughs> I think people are dumb. I think I think you're both wrong. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I want to be proven wrong. Well, most so let's see. Uh, we're saying I, I, we just, I just don't know. I just don't think you're just more extreme with your. I don't think. Yeah, my those five critics that have reviewed this are gonna like it. Yeah, yeah, that's actually fair. There's probably only. I there's bet. not a lot coming out right now. I'm guessing. Fifty six. No. You've been only fifty six fifty. Okay. I'm critics. Yes. I'm doing prices right. A hundred. Okay. All right. We'll see. Cheater. That's so right. Now we're, now we're making extra guesses. Let's yeah. see. Is David going to show? <laughs> we just really we are like some bad mofos. Hey. All right. Yes. Let's see it. Oh snap! Matt was oh. right about the general audience. Dang! It was a ninety-two by critics. Wow! So I was Plenty three off, yeah. but sixty-four by general audiences. Yeah, so I was. Which closest. is what I said. I mean, I didn't say those numbers, yeah. but I said you said the audience <laughs> yeah. would be lower. Yeah, we all said audience, audience would be lower. So. Well, I said like significantly. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a big gap actually, and so yeah, that's probably one of the biggest gaps I think we've seen yeah. amongst them. Um, with critics being higher and audience lower. And this is one of the few times where we've sided when there's been this much of a gap when we've sided with the audience. Or, I mean, the, 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 critics. the, the critics. Yeah. Usually I mean, I get why the audience. the audience had a beef, though. I mean, yeah, if you're slow. watching this, the beginning quarter of the movie would is turn you slower. off, I feel, from the Ooh, movie. I, 218 I, critics, by the way. Yeah. I was, I was close. Little, I was a little I was. Off. You were very off. I, I said 250. I think mine didn't times. count. I said 100. I was very say, close, guys. Just saying. If if I didn't have to watch this movie, yeah, I probably would have not watched it. Yeah, but you wouldn't have known about it. Right. That, that's another scary. problem. I wouldn't have known about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Only I don't think Amazon minutes. ever had suggested this for me or anything really? like that. It came out a couple weeks ago. And I remembered kind of having my eye on it. And mm-hmm. I saw a couple articles, but I didn't read the articles because I was like, I don't really want to know. And so, but it, yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense to me why critics liked it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for, sure. for sure. Like I said, it has very much an art house Super kind of vibe. Well done. Yeah, it's very well made. I, but I can also totally understand why the general audience didn't like it, especially from the, in the beginning when it's slower and. For sure. But. Which is the same reasons why I can't say that this is a great movie. Yeah, no, it is good. Yes, I it's, it's good, it, and it's, I would recommend great. it. Yeah, I can sure. agree with that too. Yeah. Um, I just think it's for a very specific audience. Yeah, it's you know, it's a slow burn suspense. Yeah, like, I, and honestly, if we were to recommend this, like, I wouldn't recommend this to a a younger person. You know, like, I don't feel like they would be very interested in it because i guess we're not considered younger people now so no we're old, we're old farts we are 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember I, when the they issues, used. Yeah. Oh, no, shingles. I, I realized. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got eye problems. You've got shingles. <laughs> and I'm over here being perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You well, you are the perfect. baby out of the box. <laughs> so. That's true. Yeah, so it says, an engrossing sci-fi thriller that transcends its period trappings. The Vast of Night suggests great things for debut director Andrew Patterson. Wait. Is it The this Vast of Night? This is his first night? movie? He said it was The Void at the beginning of the Or... It is The Vast of Night. Or Vast of I've been of saying that I wrote wait. down on my phone the wrong name the whole time. So I put it I put Dang it in it. different orders where I... So, so wait, it, when I was calling it The Vastness of Night, I wasn't that far off. No. Is it The Vast Just, of Night or it is Vast the, of the Night? No, it's The Vast of Night. Okay. So in the beginning, I was calling the movie the wrong name for the entire time. Good job. Because I apparently at some point mm. wrote down the wrong movie name. Mm. Thank God mm. we're professionals. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Yes, come wait, to us for no, all your wait. professional reviews. We haven't been paid yet, so we're yeah, not professional. That's true, we're not professional. <laughs> yeah, we are very much amateurs, I guess. After this review, we'll never get paid. Yeah. <laughs> I review After that. our PG-13 evolving into an R review. Yeah. Our PG-13 clusterfuck, if you will. <laughs> yes. That's number three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were toast a long time ago. Um... <laughs> So there are just a whole bunch of solid tomatoes here, guys. Um, it's gonna be hard. Well, it's because the problem is it's all critics. Well, and it's a ninety something. So right. Maybe I'll I'll try and find what a general audience said that didn't like it. Um, Wait, can general audience put like their yeah. comments? Yeah, their we just opinions? Don't read them. We don't care about their opinions. Yeah. Um, yeah well, we are supposed public. to be siding with them, but you know, there's that. Right. But I know. make up my own opinion. I mean, that's what I say in the beginning. Yeah. But no, I'm not say siding with them. I just say critics suck. But well, that's true. It is true. But we agreed with them this time. So I'll just read a couple. Um, so Peter Bradshaw with The Guardian said, This witty and audacious sci-fi mystery arrives like a persistent and unexplained radar bleep from the heavens. Low budget, high concept. Yeah. I like how he did like a little like alien nod in his review. Yeah, the bleeps. Yeah. Was it high budget? No, he said low budget, high concept. Which is true. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, um, it's true. So, let's see. This Poor Tony Blazit. Individual uh, from First Post, I'm not going to attempt to say his name, said, The Vast of Night is one of those indie miracles, a low-budget sci-fi film featuring unknown actors and a debutante director with a distinct style and clear personal vision. That makes you hopeful of for cinema's future. And I can agree with That's that, too. That's very fair. Yeah. No. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I want to see more from this guy. I do, too. And these... For sure. It had a very... What were you going to say? Mm-hmm. I was just going to say it had a very distinct vision. Like, clearly, he had something in mind that he wanted to do. What were you going to say, Chris? No, it's just these... The, I always enjoy movies that take unknown actors and actresses. That yeah. It, and they just effing kill it. Yeah. Like, you can say it now. We're already. No, no, so. no. Oh, we're way fucking I'll be the good one. <laughs> Finally. Shit. No, this is my time to shine. Hey, I haven't cussed once. <laughs> Actually, you both have dropped F-bombs. I so. haven't cursed either. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> so, I found, uh, I found two splats. One person gave it a C. One person gave it a... Are See, we doing letters or numbers? What's the? It all depends on it how they depends on the problem. individual. That's another problem it's with another, Tomato that yeah. we discussed, like... Even after all this time, Chris still doesn't understand how Rotten Tomatoes works. <laughs> yeah, None of us do. It changes every week. It's chaos is why. That's I thought why it was he... like out of five. How many tomatoes? I mean, it technically pass or fails. 
But then they also tend to tack on their own personal rating yeah. of whatever it is. Letters. Letters, percentages. Yeah. Do you want to be closer to A or closer to Z? So, Brimming Knight, from the last thing I see, said, Despite an overall sensation of dread and moodiness, the vast of night never turns that into legitimate tension or pressure. It certainly feels vaguely eerie and unnerving, but lacks narrative urgency and the philosophical depth. I don't, I'd never does it? felt... Uh, I didn't feel that way. I didn't either. I, w- I will I disagree. Like, I enjoyed... Like, it wasn't super... It wasn't horror. No. Which is like the extreme of suspense, sure. right? Yeah. So, it was a moderate amount of suspense. Yeah, it was just tension. It sounds like yeah. a really shitty 90s band. Yeah. <laughs> a moderate amount of suspense. <laughs> um, and then uh, Dan Buffa from KSDK News. So, The Vest of Night carries... Uh, boatloads of style points, but story-wise, it doesn't punch as hard as I figured it would. Something about it felt distant and remedial. Hmm. I don't really agree with that either. I wonder if he's talking about how like the meat of the story is kind of told through the, the phone call yeah, and the interview with the old woman. It is. And, and that, then what that, happens That, that was like the meat, and the rest of it was kind of inferred based on like reactions to what they were seeing and hearing. But yeah. it's also like the overarching story is not like revolutionary, right? Sure. Like it's small town aliens come. Like yeah. it's not it it's been done before, but this the way that they did it is Has it been done before? Yeah. I really can't I mean, think kind of anything of, though nothing that's kind of like, like this, but the concept But is. in recent era especially, mm-hmm. like a movie that yeah really just kind of focuses on like simple small town alien abduction. Yeah. I, I honestly can't think of something that's really kind of like hit that. And I feel like this is definitely a fresh take on it, on something that it has been done, but I feel like it was done in like the eighties and seventies. Or the fifties. <laughs> like, like back this when was this was Twilight really episode. scary and and this is some. This is like a new take on. Yes, this is like an old concept, but a new take. What's or maybe one? not the fifties, but the seventies, sixties, seventies, whatever. It well, was just it, it previously, episode. like yeah. What's the one with Kevin Cosner and the the one uh, the, um like just like the sure. alien that's on the roof and they're like yeah, they put the water, water cups everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it's. No. Signs. Signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Yeah, but I feel like even then that was. It kind of had like a similar feel. That was the '90s. Small town. I know. And that was a long time ago. That's the closest thing to this. Honestly, dare you say the '90s were? That was a long time ago. It was a long time. ago We can acknowledge that was 20 plus years ago. It was just yesterday. Bro, we in our 30s now. We's old. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> hey, you're 30 now, too. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but I'm on the young cusp of 30s, okay? Do what? <laughs> is that Mel Gibson or Kevin Costner? It's Kevin. It's Mel Gibson. Oh, it is. David I'm, thinking oh. Of, I'm thinking of... Um, Angels in the Outfield? Yeah. No. <laughs> God, no. Field, uh, Field That's of the Dreams. guy from Karate Kid, isn't that, I think. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of... Uh, Field of Dreams? Yeah, Field of Dreams. Thank you. If you build it, he will come. Don't say it. Oh my God! It's they, the Mel, Mandela changed it. They will he come. Will come. It's nope. they will come, but Mandela has changed it. To he will come. Who who's gonna come? Jesus? Just Jesus is gonna come? Grow. All over the field? 
<laughs> I knew that's where he was. <laughs> oh god, we're going to hell. They're gonna burn like, this. Pot. We're gonna get smited. At first, I was Jesus. like, "Why is that gross? Why is yeah. Jesus?" Gross? And then he said it. I knew he was gonna say it. That's why I said gross. I knew Matt was gonna say that shit. <laughs> oh god, we've got Matt going. He's he's, he's oh, toast boy. for the rest of the podcast. He's gonna pee his pants over there. Oh god, that was pretty good. I see glints of tears yeah. in his eyes. He's dying. He's dying. He can't. It's he can't the tiniest it. too. The tiniest. He's 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 dying over here. I have. He's a professional. Look at him. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. We're far too All many right. beers and everything else into this. I'll take back um, that professionalism. There is snot in your mustache. <laughs> BT dub. Oh man, this is the most off the rails we've ever gone Solid. for sure. Is it though? Yeah, that's true. That's a good question. I've uh, Chris gave us a, a a television second screen here to work with, and um, it is very broken. I'm struggling <laughs> deeply to use it. Uh, I was trying to find some actual audience. I, I wanted to find an audience person that did not like this. I really wanted to hear like someone, like a general audience, just because clearly the general audience does not like this. Okay, here's a two. Yeah. This is Jackson M. So Jackson M says, it is exceptionally well done. This is a two stars, too. Ah. Exceptionally well done. The cinematography is stunning, and the actors take it seriously exactly. enough without being over the top. There's just no story to this at all. The first 20 to 25 minutes are completely pointless and hard to listen to. It should be called The Rambling of Night. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, that's kind of fair. He's. It is kind of fair. But I still appreciate it. I appreciate it. The it, first 25 minutes. I Even if it is rambly, and I was completely lost for it. Yeah, I was okay with it. Okay, so Greg W. says, listening to this show, it's not a show, Greg. This is a movie. <laughs> Greg, but, get it together. Get it together, Greg W. But but when you figure out this is W? A movie, yeah, Greg W. <laughs> w. Uh, listening to this show was like hearing nails on a chalkboard. Um, actually said nails of a chalkboard. I've never known any nails of a chalkboard, <laughs> but... <laughs> the, the actor talks so fast, it was annoying. Right off the bat. Now, there's a reason that he talks fast. It's because he's a news guy, and he's trying to be fancy and schmancy, and he's, you know. It's the 50s, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I sure. understand your beef, but. Yeah. And he was hard to follow in the beginning, but it, it got true. better. And she even calls it out and says, why do you talk differently when you're not on your show? True. Uh, but we both put up with it for 45 minutes, so clearly he watched it with someone. We both put up with it for 45 minutes, each thinking the other one liked the show. This is not a show, Greg. Until I said that I could not, I could no take it anymore. <laughs> the director's idea of creativeness is torture for those watching it. This is the reason they make Adivan. <laughs> okay. Okay, Greg. Well, Greg really didn't right. like this. Not a sponsor, by uh -uh. the way. Yeah, he gave it a, like less than a star. But anyway, so that's what some general public thinks. Thanks, so, Greg. Yeah, if you're uh, hey, if, dick, <laughs> we call so many people dicks that we read what they have to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if some of our listeners want to come on this, I am curious what everybody else thinks about this. I feel like most of our listeners will probably like this movie personally, um, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean. So. It's, again, it's not the greatest movie ever made. No. But it is very well done. It is well I made. I feel like film. that compensates for 
yeah. the first 25 minutes of... Yeah, and I mean, it picks up and it does cool yeah. things. Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm back. Oh. <laughs> He's like, Jesus. Dead. Uh, this is my second coming. Yes. <laughs> oh man, he's that's in rare form tonight. Rare form, ladies and gentlemen. Oh goodness. Oh. <laughs> Huh. Okay, so this is the part where we talk about our send-off songs. We're going to send you guys off with a song. If Matt can speak by the time we get there, he might give you a song as well if he doesn't make himself laugh any harder. Oh, the too much beer was drank before the start of this episode. Just enough beer. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> He's really struggling. I'll go ahead and give you guys mine. So you all ready for this? I got a song by none other than Son of Will Smith. Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah. Who goes by the name Jaden. Speaking of aliens, Jaden Smith looks like an alien. I know. He just goes by Jaden, though. He doesn't go by Jaden Smith. Um, Okay. But he does look like an alien. Uh, But he's really been making good music over the past year or two. But he's got a brand new song that came out during this whole COVID time, and it's called Cabin Fever. It's pretty good. It's a nice little bop. It's just uh, got a nice little vibe to it. I'm pretty sure there's already a song out called Cabin Fever. It's his, then, I guess. Okay. It's from like the 60s. Yeah, well, he wrote it back then, and so that's how it happened. Okay, I gotcha. Time travel. <clears throat> yeah. Easy peasy. Cool. Yeah. Jaden Smith. Yeah. I'm going to let you go next, because Matt's debating on the next really funny thing he's going to say before he dies. So you, <laughs> it's going to be the third coming, and <laughs> I'm still going to laugh about it. <clears throat> so I'm a child. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are a child. Um... I will go with, I don't know how to pronounce this, because it's all capitals, so I assume it's like an acronym, mm-hmm. but SOBI, it's oh. S-O-B... SOMBI? Is it S-O-M-B? No, just S-O-B-I. Or S-O... Oh. SOBI. I listen to someone very similar name, Sobe? but maybe it's somebody different. That's or maybe I'm just saying it artist. Wrong. She's really good. Oh, it's a Enjoy. lady? It's a woman. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> Not nice. Nothing. Oh, okay. I gotcha. No, it's a woman. Okay. And Sobi, S O B S O B I S O B I. And the name of the song is Devil. Oh, and it's okay. really good. Nice. I enjoy it. It's got really good lyrics, and yeah, she has a really good voice. Yeah. Really well is there done. anything else really good about it that you liked? <laughs> Do you want to go outside? <laughs> I'm to take this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I give you shit about your song? <laughs> no. no. Actually, I did. Yeah, you because probably did. Because it's Jaden Smith. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, it's, it's a good song. Is that Will on that one? No, he's not, sadly. <sighs> no, but he's, he goes by Jaden because that's his yeah. effing name. Yeah, and his dad just goes by Will now. Actually, Wilhelm what? is what he calls Wilhelm? himself. Wilhelm. Uh, Wilhelm? Oh. Is yeah. he the villain in like Borderlands 2? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. All right, so what's All your right, Jesus. Man? All right, I'm back. All right, so this is a Xena suggest, actually. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Machine Gun Kelly's most recent. And I know he's oh, actually on our playlist once, but it's yeah. a concert for aliens. Really? To That's keep famous. it along with the theme. Yeah. And it's just like a kind of like a funny song about how, like, aliens come get me. Nice. So the name of the song is Aliens Come Get Me? Uh, concert for Aliens. <laughs> concert for Aliens. Yep. So, nice. Cool. I okay, figured cool. it fit with the theme of it all, so I would go with it. 
Nice. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah. So we've got our three songs. So uh, what we're doing next week. So we had initially had it planned. I was actually planning on us doing... It's actually... I've been calling it American Pickle. I think there's more to the name than just American Pickle. It's like something, something American Pickle, I think. But it's the new Seth Rogen film that's coming on HBO Max Friday. But then we all realized that The Tax Collector is also coming out Friday, which is Shia LaBeouf's new film by the director, (laughs) by the, well, this is his least favorite, his least uh, loved film, Suicide Squad, um, is the director. But actually his first two films, or first several films before that were actually all very good. And this is... Can you name a few of them? Um, let me, let's see if, uh... Pop off the top of your well, head. No, off the top of my head. It's, one has Jake Gyllenhaal, um... Brokeback Mountain. No, he's Nightcrawler. a cop. No, he's a cop. And oh, it's with him um, and Michael Pena. Zodiac. No. Cop Out. No, it's definitely not. Why it's him are we and, so good at this? <laughs> I don't know, I'm we're so amazing. Proud of us. It's him and Michael Pena, they're cops, and it's literally, like, almost oh, borderline, wait. like, hey, hey, David, can you search that for us, uh, on IMDb or... Are talking about Chips? No, it's not the town. The town no, is an amazing movie. That has been Affleck's like first directorial oh. movie. If if you have not seen the town, it's on Netflix now. Watch the town. It's, good. it's so good. I love the town. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a cop. Isn't Michael Pena in Chips with um... David Ayer? It's the director. Okay. David Ayer's the guy. So it's whatever David Ayer's previous films were. Um, I'm really curious as to End of Watch. End of Watch. End of Watch oh. David oh right. End of Watch is oh, the yeah, name of the movie. That was really like highly acclaimed movie yeah, yeah it was really it, good it was very good it was very very good i don't think i ever watched it. really it's about the cops right yes it was um it was an extremely good it's about movie. two cops at the end of their watch <clears throat> yes it was yeah, quite literally and michael pena is so good <laughs> i was trying to think of what else david ayer had done over the years but this is david ayer's new film and it's got shia labeouf and everybody knows that shia labeouf is the man he's the man and he's also a method actor he actually got real tattoos on his chest and stomach for this film uh and he's playing basically shia is playing the guy who is the tax collector he shakes down gangs for their taxes essentially yeah uh and it looks really cool oh he did sabotage uh which was really good several years back uh and that had that was a schwarzenegger film that was really good he did bright Mm. um he also did swat and he did swat oh i forgot about that he did training day Oh, sweet. Training yeah. is a class. Training so this could be really Fury awesome. Well. Just uh, yeah. Fury? He did Fury. Dude, yes, and he did Fury, which is one uh, of my favorites. Yes, oh, th- right. that's one of Shia LaBeouf's. Brad Pitt. Yes, yeah, and Fury was probably his most acclaimed film. But so I'm excited because this is his return to form. Okay. Later. And okay. he's back with Shia. So I'm excited about this. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're going to do that instead, and maybe a couple weeks from now we'll come back and do America Pickle. Yeah. Um, but, and then actually following that, I said what we're going to do. It's going to be uh, Power, uh, the new Jamie Foxx film the following week, uh, Project Power, with Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So, the so we actually have a plan now. Yeah, we do. And wow. and so the next three weeks, probably, unless something's coming out the same week that we were talking about, maybe doing American Pickle in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, we've got a plan right now. So the next two movies will be Netflix original films that are both coming out the Friday before the reviews. 
So yeah, that's cool. what's coming up. So now you know what's coming down the pipe. So outside of that, guys, we're going to finally close this thing out. So uh, first of all, if you want to find us online, you can go to our website, which is criticallyaroused.fireside.com. And if you want to find us on our Instagram, it is at criticallyaroused. And Facebook or Twitter, forget it, because I'm not going to tell you because I don't care. <laughs> uh, and if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm, I'm underscore Blaine underscore Andrews. If you want to find Matt, he's Verlacma, which is Verlac M-A. And if you want to find Chris, it's Butterboy69. Whoop, whoop. It's in your old dreams because yeah. I'm not there. Yeah, it's really my wife. He still refuses to do it. But actually, we got a comment from Hulu last night, so that was pretty cool. Hello. So, you know, that We're happened. basically famous. Yeah, we're pretty much famous now. So, with like all 90 of our followers are up mainly have. So, uh, <laughs> you know, there's that. But, yeah. So, if you want to find us there. And then outside of that, uh, we'll give special thanks. So, special thanks to uh, Dominic with Ketsa Music, which is a Ketsa, K-E-T-S-A, Music, M-U-S-I-C, KetsaMusic.com. And uh, thanks to Aubrey Troutman, as usual, who did our uh, our logo, which is really awesome. If you want to find her, her, her info is on our uh, show notes as well, as everything else is in the show notes. And this week, we will not talk mad shit about David. We don't know if he heard about it last week, but didn't. you didn't. We we really we really trash talked to you last week. See if you wow, it was literally just Blaine. Oh no, that is far from the truth. I just recently listened to it. We all. <laughs> Trash talked you Mom. to see if you would hear it. But thank you, David. You're here. So. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes. Ta-da. Hi, it's me. <laughs> he joined us. So, And he definitely won't be here next week because he's going to be keeping his children all by himself. Lonely. All by yeah, I just reminded you. <laughs> Don't want to be. Yeah, he will be singing that next week. So yeah, but this has been a blast, guys. Really glad you joined us. It's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of a lot of giggles in here, and uh, yeah, until next week, we'll be rocking out uh, to some tax collector, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But outside of that, just uh, follow you know follow us on all the social medias and stuff, and pass us along to your friends and fam and everybody. Let's get some more listeners. We appreciate all you guys for listening. Love you very much. Thanks, deuces. Later. Sorry, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck bitches, get money! (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I did not know we were going that direction today.